Hello, welcome or welcome back to None of Your Business. I'm your host, Naomi Blue, and I hope you're doing good. Let me know how you're doing. Send me your thoughts telepathically. I will... Okay. Okay. Okay, I see. Uh-huh. Okay, well, cool. Thank you for letting me know. Thank you for letting me know. Um, it's Friday, guys. It's Friday when this comes out, which means that it's time for a brand new episode. I think we are almost at episode 10. Yeah, episode 10... If this were a TV show, the first season of a TV show, we would kind of have a first season. You know what I mean? Like We would kind of have a first season already. Um, and that's really cool. So thank you if you've been here from the beginning. Thank you if you're just joining now. Thank you if you don't know where you are and you still clicked on this. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm really, really, really excited somehow. Okay, so I complain about the weather all the time because I live in a city in which it rains like once every three days, basically. But it hasn't rained in a while. And um, fall season kicked in, right? In theory. In theory, fall is here. Um, but it wasn't raining. And it was like 23 degrees out Celsius. I don't know what that would be in Fahrenheit. But it was like really hot outside. And very much like spring slash summer weather um especially for here and i was like no no that won't do that won't do because i just started watching gilmore girls and i can't have the weather contradict my fall activities you know what i mean so i was kind of like hmm i'll just pretend that i don't know it's that hot outside and i'll just lock myself in my room um which is exactly what i did but today i woke up and i looked out foggy 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 i heard little raindrops on the window panes and i was like hold on is it raining like i think it's raining what's going on what's going on here so then i just watched gilmore girls all day i was just watching gilmore girls all day then i took a walk low-key okay maybe not the best idea because i took a walk a little bit too late in the day and then it started like the sun was setting, and I was like, oh, vibes, fall, and then I realized, like, I'm in the middle of a park, and I could get murdered, and then I started flinching every time someone would, like, walk in front of me, so, yes, fun in theory, but being a woman, not fun, no, no, so don't do that, um, I don't, why am I always talking about the weather, like, ugh, okay, sorry, um, but no, okay, no, to be fair, no, the weather it feels like a very relevant topic, it's fall, and it feels like, yeah, we should talk about that. Well, what did I want to talk about? Yeah, I want to say, basically, I know that I was saying initially that I wanted to talk about identity and pop culture and kind of that mix of things. And then I was like, no, I'm kind of scared to talk about pop culture because I feel like people aren't going to share the same opinions, which is so dumb because I'm like, and this is where today's topic comes in, because I was like, Ugh, what if I get cancelled over my opinions of something, right? And then I'm like, what am I talking about? What, like, who, first of all, cancelled? What do you mean? Like, no, that's not, that's not a thing. Like, no one cares. Uh, just share your opinion, be bold, whatever. Um, so today I wanted to talk about the whole, like, chronically online thing. If you don't know what chronically online is, basically like people who spend their entire lives in an online space, that's all they know, basically. Um, and your view of reality when that happens becomes really, really distorted. Chronically online people, um, 
I don't even know how to describe this accurately, but basically things work in a way on the internet that would never work in real life outside of a little sphere, a little bubble. Um, and that's when the problem comes in because the more you spend time online, the more you build a sense of community around you, but like virtually, which means like none of it is real. Um, societal norms change really really rapidly what is acceptable what is not acceptable what is you know the norm everything just takes on a different form than they would in real life um the problem with that also is that because the internet works with algorithms the more you interact with a certain type of content that reflects your own viewpoint of life, um, the more you get sucked into that bubble and kind of that what people have called echo chamber, where basically your own thoughts are being repeated to you. So you kind of internalize the fact that, oh, well, everyone around me must think that way. Everyone in the world shares my opinion, therefore my opinion is the only opinion valid. Um, which, you know on its own is kind of a problem um but then what happens is that people are being confronted with other people's opinions out of nowhere and it kind of takes them out and they're like oh my god how dare you think that way um and that's when it creates like really really dumb debates um yeah i think we have also become too aware of certain things to a fault um and that is when the whole like controversial opinion comes in very very much like yeah the whole like cancel culture thing we all know that's a problem but i think i have been seeing a bunch of things recently like okay what happened last time that's the whole thing with like being chronically online um which i used to be so i know exactly what i'm talking about um it's so basically let's take an example of when it comes in as a problem um hayley bieber go queen i guess i don't know um she posted a tiktok where she was doing like a a makeup thing right and she was doing a certain look on her lips and she called it she was like, oh, I'm doing this cute little brownie lip thing. And people were like, how dare you rename it brownie lip? Like, she was lining her lips a darker color and then putting a lip gloss in the middle. And she was like, oh, look at my cute little brownie lip. And then people were like, oh, my God, we're going to do the cute, like, Hailey Bieber's brownie lips. Whatever the name was, I don't know. Something about brownies. Um... And people got so mad on Twitter and they were like, how dare you take that and call it brownie lips? Because this is something that Latina women have been doing forever and you're appropriating. And it's like, very fair point to call out cultural appropriation at all times. Sure. But that's not what she said. You know, that is not, she didn't say that. Hailey Bieber did not say that. She didn't say, guys, I invented this. She didn't say... That's my own little thing that I just came up with. I'm going to name it and everyone has to copy me and name it that. That. The thing is, yes, there are issues in the world, but you can't come in from like that defensive 
I don't know, everything is just always taken out of context at all times. And it's very like, what is the purpose? Like, is that conversation productive at all? You know? Yeah, I ju- that, that was just like one of the situations that I saw this week that was kind of like, what? And then people in the comments were like, guys, it's not that serious. Like, yeah, my mom has been doing that forever, but Haley like didn't do anything wrong. She didn't. So people just, and the thing with like, the more you talk about it, the more it's going to create, like you're going to feed the fire basically. And then people are going to respond to you and you're going to get into big arguments. And then it just, it starts from a tiny, tiny thing. And then it just takes like, it just blows out of proportion and it becomes the thing of like, everyone is backing you up. And then you're convinced once again, that your opinion is the only valid one. Um, And that's when the term like mob mentality kind of comes in because the moment your own echo chamber becomes aware of this little tiny thing that happened, then that's all everyone's going to talk about and kind of really make it a huge deal, even though like it was not a huge problem in the first place. And then you're just going to be like pissed off about this certain thing when it's like not that big of a problem. Um, I spent the past few years online, like actively online, um, I'm still online a bunch. I'm still aware of what goes on, but I wouldn't get... Like, I definitely do not get into arguments with people on the internet like I would have in the past. I never really got into big arguments because I'm not good with confrontation. Like, I can't... If people start replying to me and they want to, like, get into... I'm like, no, I'm here to state my opinion. I don't want feedback because, like, I don't want to get into confrontations. But um, I used to definitely get mad over little things because I was like, how dare they think that? You know what I mean? And now it's, like, it doesn't matter. It's the opinion of, like, a few people on the internet. They probably don't, like, it's whatever. It has no impact on my life. Um, Do I still get subconsciously riled up about certain things? Yes, absolutely. But I try not to engage with it too much because I'm, like, at the end of the day, that happens, like, in my little phone. It doesn't matter. It has no impact on me in the real world. Um, But I remember being very much, like, impacted by that because I was realizing that a lot of my thoughts didn't come from me. They came from what I was being spoon-fed I would say like what I kept on hearing over and over again especially with TikTok like the way you you know the algorithm knows you really well like it's literally the for you page like it's for you it's meant for you they know exactly what you want to see and hear at all times um and so the minute you start clicking on something talking about a certain topic they kind of bring that up over and over again so it just it makes it so much worse um in terms of echo chamber you know what I don't know if you guys remember this but um it was I think when TikTok really really became popular like in 2019 or 2020 people were like oh I'm on straight TikTok I'm on like I don't know whatever type of TikToks that they were like I'm on book talk I'm on this talk like you know the different size of TikTok um which really shows like they kind of know what you want and the more you interact with that content they put you in a corner right um so that's when the the mob mentality kind of comes in because then you believe that people, I don't know, you kind of follow what you keep on seeing uh, in terms of thoughts and mindsets. Um, but anyway, I was really, really engaged with that specific thing. Um, and I was on my own little corner of the internet, right? And of the app, which if you're not online at all, this is going to sound like insane. Um, and it kind of is, so you wouldn't be wrong. But yeah, it's kind of how, that's what happens on the internet. And then you get carried away and you kind of forget to 
go outside and go play with the grass and go, you know, like, breathe in some air and talk to actual real people. Um, and that's kind of what happened to me, especially, like, quarantine did not help because, obviously, like, you're not surrounded by people your age, you're not surrounded by, you're not being very social in person. That's what pissed me off, too, about the whole, like, social distancing. Like, it was not social distancing, it was physical distancing. That would have made so much more sense. Social distancing really made it sound like you weren't, you should stop socializing um in at all cost and that kind of annoyed me too because then people became scared of each other um but anyway um yeah and then I kind of had to go back to a real life setting with actual people my age who had different thoughts and opinions because they were not on my corner of tiktok thank god um and they went from they came from different paths of life and all of that and then I kind of had to be like oh my god my opinions are not shared by many of the people here and because I've been used to getting riled up over very little things um when you apply that mindset to real life it kind of becomes unbearable like you become an unbearable person um and I remember like meeting these new people and kind of holding myself back you know and being like no I'm gonna I'm not actually gonna comment on that I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell them that what they're saying and doing is problematic quote-unquote problematic um and I'm just gonna keep that to myself and whatever and one day I just kind of like became annoyed because I was really letting things slide like way too much and I was like "Mm, no that's not okay um but I was kind of realizing that like my thought patterns was not really mine um and some of my friends called me out on it and they were like oh like you're you're so intense about this specific topic, like, that's not normal, and I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, maybe you've got a point, like, yeah, um, you know that whole, like, side of TikTok that hates men at all costs, like, they just hate men, um, and it was, it became, like, such, it's gonna sound so dumb, but it became such a trend, I remember vividly, like, 2020 quarantine time, it was like, oh, I hate men, I hate men, like, every, just, yeah, and I still see people doing that now. It's like, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's fair. It's a fair point. But it's like you can't go about your life hating on every single man that comes into your life for no reason just because. Um, I feel like that's kind of a very heavy way to go about life. Um, so that's kind of the mindset I was in when I first went back into the real world. Um when I was allowed to, so, yeah, it kind of made me realize, like, hmm, I don't know, do I want to live that way, um, and then I discovered this woman online, um, she, she creates content online, she talks about, I think she's, like, um, a coach, she's, um, she's really, really cool, like, she, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm kind of not selling it well at all, um, but if you know me, I've probably talked about that to you before, um, about her, sorry, and her work, her name is Africa Brooke, she's, um, this woman, she's from Zimbabwe, and she lives in England, in London, and, um, she has this podcast, and she has, like, those really, really in-depth convos about literally anything, but mostly about, kind of, the whole, like, cancel culture, the, the way we're censoring ourselves, and kind of made me realize, like, Well, first of all, she has conversations that are, like, an hour to two hour long. Um, 
which I hadn't really thought about before because what she was saying is like everything is always taken out of context on the internet um where like you'll listen to something someone talk for like 30 seconds and you'll just make up your mind about who they are as a person um and she isn't coming from a place of blame she's coming from a place of like understanding in the way that she's been there before she's definitely quote-unquote cancelled people before over hearing them talk for like a minute and only hearing that side of their personality and opinion um now i just want to make it clear though that that doesn't apply to like really really um people who discriminate against other people like that's not fair um you can't really like take an out of context or not like that's just like shitty behavior but um she was talking about you know people who have like controversial opinions were a bit problematic whatever like she was like yeah let's hear them talk for two hours and see where they come from because people human beings are complex and we try to the way we go about life is is very complex and we are you know multi-dimensional and you can't just judge someone's character based on a tiny little clip that you heard you know um and so that was really mind-opening when I was, um, when I first started following her work, and I would just, you know, listen to her conversations for two hours, and be like, okay, yeah, I'm understanding a lot more, and being way more compassionate with myself as well, because, um, it's like, yeah, you're allowed to have multitudes, to exist in multitudes, and to have different thoughts, and not follow what people around tell you, not immediately, you know, accept a, um, a way of life just because that's what everyone around you is doing and thinking because it's kind of an illusion as well you know and then people she noticed too that like people will stop themselves from saying things because they're like oh my god what if i get cancelled like the big bad word and she was like yeah just cancel me and that way i can say whatever i want and she's never been like um she's never been she's never discriminated against anyone she's never said things that were like bad or awful or mean like, that's just, she was just like, yeah, I'm just going to speak my mind and whatever. But it's not like, she's not a bad person. That's the thing. Like, I think too many times people take this opportunity to be like, oh, freedom of speech. I'm just going to say whatever. And then they're just assholes. But that's not at all what her approach is. But she was just, you know, sharing opinions on things that were a bit more controversial. But I think because people are, become scared of sharing their opinions. And that's what I was talking about earlier. The whole thing of like, oh my god, what if I share my opinion about this and then people get mad? Um, but in real life, like I think I think about my real life and having conversations with my friends and being like, oh, we think this and this. And it's like, you just talk around it. Like if someone has an issue and feels offended by what you're saying, you just talk around it in a mature way instead of like immediately yelling at people. Yeah, I just think obviously we all know the dangers and the downsides of the internet but it just really really makes us act insane and like really not the way human beings act in real life and you kind of forget that there's a real world out there and that not everything is like it is on the internet um but there's no room for explaining yourself on the internet especially not in a short form especially not if you're going to tweet about something you know if you're going to make a 30 second tiktok like there's no room to show the full spectrum of your thoughts um and to be understood in the way you deserve to be understood um and i think 
that's a problem and that's something to be aware of and that's kind of like the new mindset I go I go on the internet with now um and I'm like you know when people turn other people into memes like I'm thinking about you know the whole like Julia Fox interview that she did the podcast that she did and she was saying like Anka Jams you guys remember that part it was really funny um and people were like oh my god she's so dumb because they were looking at that like 10 second clip of her you know what I did I've with that new mindset that I had of like what Africa Brooke was saying saying like oh you just you know let people talk I went and I listened to the full podcast. It was like an hour long. I don't have, I don't specifically have an interest in her. I didn't at the time. Um, I knew a bit about her, like, but not like a lot. And I listened to the podcast. And I'm like, no, she's making some really good points. And you guys just took this out of context. Like, she's just really funny as a person and she deserves to be heard. Um, and I think people now are realizing kind of that she's like, I don't know. She's looking an icon. You know what I mean? Um, but people were just like, oh my gosh, she's so dumb. No, just it's just taken out of context. And it makes, like... Yeah, it's kind of... I'm not going to start, like, feeling bad for celebrities. But I kind of do in the way that it's like... Imagine if everything you said was taken out of context. Like, the whole thing with what Harry... When I say Harry, I mean Harry Styles, okay? I only I only know one. Um, when Harry was like, oh, it's a movie that feels like a movie... You know, it feels like a proper movie. You know when he said that, everyone started making fun of him. You didn't hear his full speech. You didn't even go to see the movie. So you don't know what he's talking about. I went to see the movie. It feels like he was right, okay? It feels like a movie. It feels like a proper, like, go to the theater type of movie. I got him. I got what he said. Um, But also because I'm a fan, I guess, and I know the way he talks about things. And I can kind of, you know, when you get used to a certain person and how they talk and how what their thought process is um I guess it's something I'm a bit more familiar with being a fan of his uh for a long time but it's like when the general public got hit with that clip and they were like oh my god who is that like come on um but yeah it was it just got taken out of context um like, even my mom was telling me, like, he needs to go through media training. I'm like, mom, he's been in a, like, he's been in the public eye for 12 years. I think he knows what media training is. That was just, like, whatever. Um, I can't even, I'm not even going to start talking about this, but it just, yeah, it just, people don't have time anymore to, you know, we have a very, very short attention span, and I totally understand where everyone is coming from, judging people based off a five-second clip. Like, that is... We have a short attention span, we move on. But the thing that annoys me a little bit is that to us, you know, consumers on the internet scrolling and scrolling for hours, um, every little thing that we see is like, you know, we look at it for 10 seconds and we immediately make up our minds. Um, And then we comment on it, we start a little debate, we start a little fire, we ruin someone's life in the middle. Something else that I think is really interesting with chronically online people is people just expect everyone around them to cater to their needs. Um, So there's this whole thing of, like, putting trigger warnings in front of certain pieces of content, which I do understand. Like, if you talk about really harsh topics, um, it might be nice for people to be aware of what they're going to stumble upon. 
if they're just like going on about their days and scrolling and whatever um that being said really really quickly it becomes like a responsibility for everyone to be really aware of what every single person might feel might be like sensitive to um and cater to that and i think it's okay because like you can kind of curate internet content and all of that but i think if you go about your life feeling super super sensitive to absolutely everything and expecting the world around you to cater to your needs and to be very very cautious then how do you deal with life in the real world where people do not go about life in that way you know what i mean and kind of i don't know it must be very very harsh if you spend your entire waking life in an online space where people are being very very cautious with you and walking around like you know walking on eggshells around you and um just putting trigger warnings in front of everything for absolutely every single category that could potentially trigger people um even the slightest little things what did i like sometimes it's like trigger warning feet oh my god okay like do not go out in the real world if you don't want to see feet you know what i mean like this whole thing too of like the joke like oh my god don't show these feet like do, i don't want to see feet okay D- don't sure and it kind of it's like the whole thing of like i hate babies and i hate men so feet men babies off the list you know what i mean it's like it just becomes a bit extreme i know that it's a joke the feet thing but it kind of isn't a joke anymore because now people are like not posting photos of their feet on purpose I know that there's a whole thing with, like, the foot fetish and you could sell those foot pics and whatever, but it's, like, I don't know. It annoys me because I am, I kind of internalized that. And now I'm, like, oh, if I post a photo, make sure I we can't see my feet. Or, you know what? It's worse. It kind of impacted me in the real world, too. If I have people coming over, I will put socks on. You know what I mean? Because I'm, like, oh, no, they can't look at my feet. Like, what are you talking about, you know? Um, yeah, it just, it's really weird when it bleeds into real life. Uh, but the whole, like, trigger warning thing, you know what I found out about? Um, I'm I'm a bit late to this, because I think it might have been a Tumblr thing. But I was on Twitter, and I found out about this tone indicator thing, where, like, people put a slash, and they put the tone in which the text that they just wrote was meant to be read in. So, like oh, where did you get this, slash serious, so like you're, or like slash genuine, or like slash just kidding, slash offend, like, can, how did people write letters in the past, like, do you think, my god, is that how wars were started, like, are you supposed, can you imagine, like, in the 40s, being like, (laughs) um, are you a Nazi, slash serious, slash genuine i'm genuinely asking i'm not being ironic like i think it's taking it a bit too far you know what i mean um and it would be fine to have certain conventions um in online spaces if people did not spend the majority of their lives in there because then they just assume that this is how the real world works and it really is not um and i think it kind of becomes it kind of 
you kind of go through a sort of culture shock when you step out into the real world again. And that can kind of become scary to the point where you're, it becomes easier to retreat into this kind of illusion that you've created for yourself. I'm taking my life as an example here. Um, I've met a lot, a lot of friends online. Um, I used to spend a lot of time online. It was really easy to meet people online, and I'm still friends with a bunch of them. Um, and then I eventually met up with them in real life, and now they're my real friends, and it's great. Um, having online friendships, great. But I have just become so used to nurturing friendships online to the point where it's way easier for me to start a friendship online and to stay in touch with people if I've always known them through my phone than with the people around me and that is something that you know I don't really want to engage in anymore because it's like but at the same time like I spent my formative years social years um making friendships online and I know I'm not the only one here because I know a lot of us grew up on social media um but it's like how do you you know how do you apply those rules to the real world and not have it impact your your worldview in a negative way um because I think it definitely can become kind of a problem if you don't know how to deal with people in a real life setting which is like we don't live on the internet, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you gotta go grocery shopping, you gotta interact with people in real life. And I think, you know, the more you spend time online and the more you convince yourself that this is the only way of living, um, the more fears you develop about the real world, um, which is so sad. Like it's, I remember spending so much time online and like not having people around me, like not having a group of people a social life, a vibrant social life around me in person, um, I remember lacking that for a while. And the minute I had to step back into the real world and interact with people in real life, I had convinced myself I had social anxiety. I was like, no, I'm too anxious. And I would start having like panic attacks in places because I was like, oh my God, people hate me. Like, I don't know how to... And I, like, I didn't know how to cope anymore with being around real people and having to you know have people look at you physically and talk to you and be around them and like feel their physical energy I don't know it's just yeah it just is really sad and none of what I'm saying is out of judgment um if anything it's more like of a shameful confession because I've been there before and I'm not completely out of it yet um so yeah, I just noticed, like, everyone on the internet, I, I guess I've just gained a little bit more self-awareness than I had in the past, and so I kind of look at people on the internet now being like, yeah, I know where you're at right now, because I was there too, and it kind of, it's a problem, it's a problem, but the whole cancel culture thing is really freaking me out, um, because it kind of, like Africa Burke was saying, it, the whole, like, self-censorship thing, where you stop yourself from saying things, um, and I'm not talking about, once again, really, really obviously, like, insulting, insulting things, uh, to the people around you, like, people get away with that way too easily, um, but I'm just saying, like, sharing your opinion in person, really, I know a bunch of people who are, like, 
no, I'm not starting that debate. Because they're scared of, like, people knowing that they have opinions. You know what I mean? And you're you're kind of concealing your own voice and stopping yourself from speaking your truth and what you believe in. And, you know, taking up space in the world. And that's kind of sad. Because um, we all have opinions and I think that we grow better if we're around people who think differently that's what my friendships are based on it's like you need to have conversations and constructive conversations and build upon other people's thoughts and you know be challenged and have little obstacles and things like that and I think the internet has made it so that we don't want obstacles anymore we just want things to be simple or like I was saying if we do have obstacles It's just us shouting and being like, no, my opinion is the only right opinion and thought to have. Um, And I'm going to make sure that yours cannot exist. Um, And where is the growth in that? You know, where is the constructive? Yeah, how can you grow? You're just like staying in your lane and remaining... You're just repeating the same thing all the time. It just like there's no no maturity, no growing, no self-awareness. It just it's kinda sad. It's very it's not open minded at all. And um no matter how liberal your thoughts are, if there's no challenging of those thoughts, then is it really you know what I mean? Um there's no open mindedness if you stop challenging yourself thought-wise so yeah try if that's something I think that's a an interesting viewpoint to have if you do end up spending time on the internet um it's a nice interesting lens to look at the internet through um so yeah that's something I wanted to say and I know that you've noticed that of course but especially on twitter people get angry at absolutely everything because once again, it's like it starts as an attack on on their own personal value system and belief system. And there's just no conversation possible whatsoever. And sometimes I kind of like, I'm like, no, I want to share my thoughts on this. And I know it doesn't matter, but it's kind of, you know, it's tempting to share your thoughts. And I try to word it in the nicest way possible. And people were literally, there was this tweet that was like about, you know, chronically online people. And it was like, you tell someone I love pancakes and they, they're like, oh, so you hate waffles? You want to murder waffles? You know what I mean? And it's like, where did I say that? I didn't say that. And people just take things out of context. And I mean, that goes back to the same, to the whole like pro versus anti something. Like you can't be both at once. You know what I mean? We've had a lot of those conversations over the past two or three years, but it's been really frustrating if you don't because it's not you know black or white thinking it's very much yeah it's like we don't think in black and white you know it's very much once again we're made of complexities we exist on a spectrum in terms of our thoughts as well and like you can't always fit in a box you can't always belong to one party of thoughts and I think that's a good reminder to have sometimes that, you know, we're allowed complexities and we're allowed to have conversations and to really discuss our beliefs and 
why we think a certain way and you know just because we think that way doesn't mean that we think that as well like things don't go together all the time you can have contradictions you can exist in multitudes and I think yeah I would just like to see that on the internet a bit more because it it really invalidates our human experience if you forget that that's a part of life um and oh my god just like the assumptions and the jumping to conclusions right away and once again I know it shouldn't bother me but it it just bleeds into the real world so easily um and like I've mentioned to you to you it's a fun little debate on Twitter but to other people it can become their entire life um and ruin their future career opportunities because the internet decided that it was fun today to cancel a certain person and then because that blows out of proportion um what happens is that the company that they're hired by will be like yeah you're fired and then that person gets blacklisted like i'm talking about hollywood things specifically but it just really annoys me because that's the field i want to go into and i fear the day that the internet pays a little too much attention to oh my god she said that wrong and i think yeah once again people are censoring themselves and not saying things at all because they're like oh it's going to be taken out of context and wow well I don't want to speak on that because it's a really touchy subject and god forbid I have an opinion um yeah and that just kind of I don't know it's kind of sad it's sad a little bit um but yeah that was just like food for thought um let me know what you think let me know what you think about that I'll try to be a bit more open and to share my little bit more my controversial opinions um not in a bad way never to invalidate anyone's identity or experiences but just to show that you know we're made of complexities and contradictions within the same person because that's just that's what comes with being a human being you know so if you want to talk about this more you can find we can chat on on social media yay of course we love her um but that's how it goes unfortunately love hate relationship uh yeah the podcast is on tiktok and instagram she doesn't have a twitter um it's at the nonpod, at the nonpod on both platforms tiktok and or instagram and um i try to post on there you know when the new episode is coming out kind of a little mood board inspiration vibe to kind of yeah keep you up to date with the announcements and with what's new if you want to continue that conversation because that's something I'm, i really want to do and like you know not be the only one talking and kind of see what you thought about what i was saying and yeah continue that conversation then i would love to do that on those platforms um just send me a message or comment under one of the posts and we can totally keep on talking and um build upon what i talked about i would love that so much um and thank you so much for listening and thank you for making me part of your day i'm really really grateful that you chose to listen all the way through and once again there's a new episode coming out every friday and we're almost at episode 10 i believe which is really exciting a little nice little milestone for me um Loki really proud. 
I don't know, like, I heard someone say, like, podcasts don't get past episode three most of the time, so that's something I wanted to get ahead of, um, but now we're almost at episode 10, and what vibes? Yeah, thank you, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.